You are listening to Balanced, a podcast about living a more sustainable lifestyle, and I will be your host, Matney Yates. Hi guys, and welcome back to Balanced. This week, um, we are going to be talking about ethical and sustainable fashion and how you can tell if a brand is ethical or sustainable because next week, I'm actually going to be doing an interview with one of my friends and we're going to be talking about our favorite ways to find sustainable brands and shop in a way that is responsible. In the meantime, I wanted to introduce you to something new that we're going to be doing this week, and it's going to be called Green in the News. Um, It's actually something that I do in one of my other um, college courses. The course is called Business, Case, and Sustainability, and what we do is basically go through different case studies on businesses that are sustainable or becoming sustainable or have some sort of sustainable practice. Um, And we kind of see how that all works. Um, But I had my turn to do the Green in the News last week, and I actually found it super interesting um, to kind of research that. I couldn't even pick a topic. I was so overwhelmed with how much there is truly coming out each and every week. So yeah, that's something that I've decided that we're going to add to the beginning of every episode. And this week, we're going to be talking about Smarties Candy. So I don't know if you know this, but there are actually two different types of Smarties candy. So there's the Smarties that we have in America that are in the clear wrapper um, and they're pastel and they're little, they're teeny tiny. They almost look like an ibuprofen or something, but they're like a chalky little sweet candy. Um, And I feel like you get them a lot at like a parade or a Halloween um, or something like that. Um, But there's also another kind of Smarties that are popular in the UK, Germany, Australia, South Africa, and Canada. And those Smarties are similar to what we know as M&Ms. So they're made by Nestle, which also makes the Nestle Toll House chocolate chips. Um, And they are becoming a big innovator in the candy packaging world. So Nestle has made the commitment of switching over to 100% recyclable paper packaging instead of the plastic they are currently using. And they are the first company to actually do this. So they sell 250 million packages each year. So Switching to this recyclable material material, um, to package the candy is going to be very beneficial to the company reaching their goals. Um, So the switch of the packaging of the Smarties will put them in the right direction because to meet that 100% recyclable paper packaging, they want to hit that by 2025. So making this switch now is really going to set them up for success. Um, And so the only struggle that they had is they really had to do some research um, to find a good material that would be recyclable because of the fact that A lot of the materials that they were finding um, that they could use were too fragile and they weren't moisture or oxygen proof. Um, And that definitely caused a problem with keeping the candy um, 
safe for the shelves. So yeah, Nestle is really starting to make the mark on the candy packaging industry. Um, And I can't wait to see what other brands decide to do um, to create a more sustainable packaging. So like I said earlier, next week I'm going to be talking with my friend Clarissa. Um, She's always been an avid thrifter um, and cares a lot about sustainable fashion and shopping well as I do. Um, So this week I kind of wanted to talk about what sustainable fashion is, what ethical fashion is, um, and just some different topics on that. So I think when it comes to making sure that fashion is sustainable, it ultimately starts with the designer. So the designer is the one who is going to be picking the fabrics, um, choosing the textiles, and creating the look, essentially. Um, And the designer can create things that are going to be super, super trendy that aren't going to last very long, or they can create things that will be a bit more timeless. And I guess we can't put this all into the designer's hands because we have brands. So I guess it's more in the brand's hands. So if you're looking at somebody like a company like Shein, all they really care about is making sure that things are trendy, on trend, that we can produce a lot of these for a very low cost. But when you look at a brand like Everlane, that's not the whole idea that they have in mind. When they're designing, they're trying to design something that someone can live their life in and have for a very long time by choosing good fabrics um, that are good for people. Um, And yeah, so ultimately sustainable fashion and responsible fashion, it starts at the core of design, but not only design, but the brand you are shopping. After the design process, you kind of have to look at a big part of that and that's production. Um, And I think that is a part that skips a lot of people's minds if they aren't in the fashion industry. Um, At the end of the day, clothes don't just come out of a machine um, looking exactly like the designer put them in as. Like someone makes that with their own two hands. Um, Yeah, so basically respecting those communities throughout the world that do have the special craft of being able to create clothing um, and thinking about them and making sure that they're not in poverty and making sure that the brands they're working for and sourcing these things through aren't putting these people in poverty, that they're paying them a fair wage. I feel like I bring this up all the time, but when going through this presentation that I gave last year, um, I saw this quote that I had even said back then, and it's buy less, choose well, and make it last. And that is by Vivian Westwood. So really at the end of the day, um, we do need to be looking at the fact of are these brands respecting their workers? Because that is a huge part of it. But also, when we look to ourselves, we need to look at what we're consuming. And if we're consuming things that we will wear for a very long time, you're choosing well. And if you choose well, that means you're going to buy less. And if you're going to buy less, you're going to make what you have last. And if you're going to buy less, you're going to be willing to invest more in the things that you want. So, I think that it's very important to look 
at the company supply chain, but a lot of companies make that very, very, very hard. Um, I even know myself being very, very aware. I have to do so much effort to make sure that a company is sustainable. And that's why, honestly, when shopping sustainable, it is almost easier half the time to shop secondhand because then you know um, that you're making a good decision. Um, So I do want to share a few ethical and sustainable brands with you. Um, It's Pact, Everlane, Abel, Eileen Fisher, Maria Hoffman, Patagonia, K-O-T-N. Those are just a few. Um, There's another one that I found recently that I didn't have listed, um, and that is called For Love and Lemons. Not all of their stuff is sustainable, but a part of their um, website is completely like scraps from like fabrics that they had used on their ready-to-wear collections. So the whole site isn't, but they're working on it, and it's something that they value. Um, So yeah, Um, and next week with Clarissa, I'll talk about more options for sustainable shopping. Another really cool resource is called Good On You, and it's actually an app you can download onto your phone. Um, In the homepage, you can browse by category or search a brand or category, and then they have like different news articles. So one day ago, they posted how ethical is Forever 21, and then three days ago, they have 12 ethical brands that empower women. Six days ago, the most sustainable luxury fashion brands so they do all of the hard work for you um it's kind of hard to believe when you go in and look and you think that maybe a company was sustainable that you thought was and then you realize wait they actually aren't um so that's kind of a bummer to see some of those things um but yeah they take out a lot of that hard work for you um but yeah they rate the different brands from it's dots, not stars, but uh, one to five stars on if they are great um, or if they aren't so great. And yeah, so 10 out of 10 recommend you check that out. Um, but until next week, um, I hope you guys all have a great week and feel free to DM the Capsule Collective with any questions that may arise for you. And I look forward to talking with you all again next week with my friend Clarissa. Bye.